My dog is between sizes, adding a link. Is it better to have it too tight or a bit too loose? I'm assuming for a prong collar. In between, you know, that's a hard one. Mm, I prefer too loose if it's going to be yeah. too tight otherwise. Be- because you can also maybe downsize to a smaller uh, right. gauge, 225. Um, but also if you put a remote collar on underneath below the, 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 the prong, um, you're going to get, uh, it won't slide down. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. <laughs> Good Evening, everybody. Happy Friday. Hi, Joel. How are you? Hello. I'm great. Good. Good. So it's Friday. Lots been going on this week. Busy, busy week. We made a couple of announcements today. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, this is the What Would Jeff Do show, and um, my name is Jeff, and this is Joel. The way it works is it's a Q and A show. So you ask the question, you type in the questions, Joel ask them to me, and then I. Um, give you an answer. A lot of the answers are short, quick, quirky, snarky. Um, sometimes the show gets inappropriate, but at the training center, if you follow us on Instagram stories, um, you'll see the great job that the dogs are doing. Mm-hmm. I just saw those pictures today. I'd like to put them in a slide on the main feed, just, just really on a carousel, you know, okay. just because just to, just to highlight, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't watch stories. They might be a lot of people don't even know about stories. So, but, uh, it's incredible how well the dogs are doing at the training center. I'll be there next week, and I'll be doing some lives. I'll be talking to some staff, giving, giving everybody some highlights of the staff. We've got a couple of – one new staff member and then one relatively new staff member that people might not know. Um, and then we'll get some uh, commentary on all the dogs and how they're doing, and I'll be out and about with the staff and their adventures with them, filming. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's my – Every four to five weeks, I head up there and check in with everybody and check on the house um, that's up there um, and uh, see how things going. So it should be good. Um, I'm going to turn in the license plates of my SUV and try to get it sold in four days. I've got that's a, a good idea. I've got an SUV that I'll take $1,000 for. It's a Ford Explorer, um, as is. It's for parts. Um Anyway, I also have an ATV. I'm just going to start getting, selling lots of crap <laughs> there so I can, you know, upgrade our jet skis, I guess, down here. So anyway, um, a lot of the questions that people ask on this show, a lot of the seminars that um, that we do, which we put a hiatus on them this year just to um, get down to Florida and work on some of the projects to build up our academy. Um, and then we just started actually a small-scale dog training business down here in Sarasota, the Sarasota-Bradenton area. So if you or know of anybody that's in the Sarasota-Bradenton area, we're doing a um, – Joel will probably put up the link um, if you already didn't put it up yet of the promoting Sarasota. I did. Um, thank you. So um, it's going to be a two-hour triage, stopping bad behavior, and then you also can get a um, included in the fee. You can get the Green to Graduate course, which will take you on all your um, obedience journey. So um, there's no reason to pay us for that when you can just watch the course for less than a, less than I charge for 30 minutes, actually. And it's a it's an intensive course. Um, but a lot of the questions people ask me, as well as they attend the seminars, is because their dogs are badly behaved and they want me to stop things. And so a lot of the responses are actually, um, uh, I use the word punishment a lot. I don't use the word punishment because I like using the word punishment. I like use the word punishment because that's actually what it is. Um, in fact, Joelle and I just sat down for a real talk that's being edited now just for time um, and uh, talks about actually the step one and just puts everything into, into perspective. And I think the perspective was, in a six-week boarding train, a dog is with us for 3.6 million seconds. And they probably get less than 20 seconds added up. One second here, two seconds there of an applied inhibitor, which is a, called a punisher. So I think people have got a really skew 
the, all those other seconds. Yeah. All those other seconds that are all reward-based um, seconds. Um, but nobody seems to want to talk about it at all. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And that's because they're afraid of the pushback, but they're doing it. Now, some trainers don't believe in it. We'll, we'll throw those out with the, the baby in the bathwater. Or, or now you don't throw the baby out, you just throw the bathwater out. Um, but, but even trainers that use the tools and trainers that do believe in correcting, they, they, they don't talk about it at all because they're afraid of the hate and the pushback. Well, it's time to stop being such a fucking pussy and, you know, man up, woman up, and start talking about it. Because that's why dogs are dying. That's why dogs are being turned into shelters. And that's why owners are struggling. So don't worry about the fucking haters. I'll tell you how to deal with them. I've been dealing with them for 20 years. That's because I've been outspoken. But uh, uh, people are pretty ignorant to think that, that any decent dog trainer is not correcting dogs. Um, you're a fool if you don't um, fully understand that. Um, any well-trained dog in the real world is uh, uh, corrections do happen. So, um, but this show tends to be high on the correction meter because of the questions that people ask me. So let's just jump right into it. All right. Evan says, what's up? Okay, Evan, what's up with you? A lot of good stuff is up. So I think we, we, we announced the, um, the thing and we're doing Sarasota starting in September, October. We're going to be doing a small scale board and train here. Um, and then we also announced for a Patreon exclusive, Patreon exclusive um, podcast podcast with um, Thomas Sandberg, um, who wrote the book that's on our shop on raw feeding. But he also do, does a lot of holistic health. He does prevention and for cure dogs. For, do- <laughs> for dogs. Um, and um, he's going to be doing a monthly podcast Q&A live. So people can actually ask questions on that? Yeah, face-to-face. It's going to look like my Zoom rooms, but with him. So everybody who always asks us about raw feeding and stuff, Tom is the guy who wrote the book that's on our website. Yeah. And he's going to be our monthly guest. Monthly, a monthly guest. Great. It's going to be 60 to 90 minutes. We should start bringing on more guests. And the only, the only, um, well, that means I got to commit more time. So, um, but the only, the only way we, um, people are going to be able to see it is by being a Patreon member. Yeah. So it's $10 a month. It's one, you get one more benefit now. Mm-hmm. Now you get the Zoom rooms, you get um, videos that you don't see anywhere else. And now you get a exclusive, um, uh, 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 n- another uh, Q&A that you can't see on any of our other platforms. And all you got to do is sign up for Patreon. Pretty simple concept. All right. So let's go. Okay. Um, geez, I posted so many links. Sorry, guys. Holly said, happy hot Friday from Arizona. Yeah. Happy Friday to you. And I'll be talking to you Sunday, Holly, for our, our one-on-one. Holly's a, a Zoom member. Um, I'm sorry, a Patreon member. And um, it, it's, it's hot down here, too. But it's not hot like Phoenix hot. So next. You guys are in, like, triple digits already. Yeah. Um, Callie said, how to stop dominance, aggression, resource guarding me with my one and a half year old dog. I bought your resource guarding course and taught her a solid out command. She has a very structured day, limited earned affection only doesn't go on the couch or bed. And I make sure to follow through when I give her a command, but I feel like it's getting worse. She's okay on walk stays in heel. But if a dog were to approach when she's not in heel, she would be aggressive. I don't allow dogs to come near her anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. That doesn't sound like resource guarding, though. So why are you saying dominance aggression? Stop saying dominance aggression, everybody. Stop saying fear aggression. Just call it aggression. And it might not even be aggression because it just might look like an out-of-control dog. Unless the dog's eating the dog fights. So what are you doing? You're probably not putting in a strong enough inhibitor into the dog for the bad behavior that you do not want anymore. You proceed it with the word no, and then you apply the punisher. Now, a lot of people say, well, I am. I'm like, no, you're not, because it didn't stop. So to the dog, it's not a punisher. To you, it is. But I'm, I'm curious when you say when dogs approach her when she's not in heel, like how close are you letting these strange dogs get right. to her? Also, why is the dog not in heel on the walk? Now, you don't have to have your dog in heel, but you might as well. Um, but I've still got a feeling that you're not 
putting in a strong enough inhibitor. There's a lot of moving parts when it comes to stuff like that. That is why we offer Mm one-on-ones. One more benefit of being a Patreon member, you get 20% off your one-on-ones. So it's like, it's like, it's literally a win-win by being part of Patreon. So, and we're moving more and more things over to Patreon because we're doing more and more paid content, but it's still $10. Um, So I would want to know how strong of an inhibitor you're putting in. That's what I would want to know. Next. Um, Losh Nagar Shepherds. Hi, guys. Love from Scotland. Oh, hey, Scotland. Love you. Nettie, my dog knows what no speak means, but he always has to get one bark in when someone is at the door. How do I correct if he barks one time and then stops? First of all, don't say no speak. Just say no. You don't have to say no speak, no jump, no. You know, just, just say no. Just say no. One bark is not the worst thing. I don't mind one bark, but if you wanted one, if you don't want any barks, you would say no, and then you would correct. What would you correct on? We prefer the remote collar because you can use it then from, from a distance. Next. Linda, hi. I was chatting with you via DM on your latest post. My pit is very protective of our house, so we have to introduce all of our friends and family outdoors. How can we introduce indoors without her getting protective and suspicious and pulls towards them. Okay. So the way you do it is this, you don't have to, you don't have to introduce your dog. You don't need your dog to be protective of your house. Okay. You just don't. Um, A lot of people will say, well, that's what dogs do by nature. Yeah, they do, but we don't need your dog to do that. So if your dog is, gets protective, you correct, you correct it. A remote cower is fantastic for that. So, um, you you would teach your dog that rushing the front door and acting protective is is not allowed. How do you do that? You say no and you make it suck. That's that's the bottom line, and that's what nobody wants to talk about. Everybody's like teach an alternative behavior. No, you apply a punisher, which is the correct term to the behavior that you do not want. That is how behaviors stop. And, and people have got to stop skirting around the issue that if you want to stop a behavior, you need to apply a punisher. That is the science. If people want to quote science, but it's also common sense. It's also how it actually works. That's how behaviors stop in both human and dog. So you're probably underwhelming your dog. Now, after you've made it suck, then if you want to say, go to place. Then if you want to say, kennel up, you can. But you need to be consistent and you need to be overwhelming to the dog. Next. Holly said, executing more every day, getting dogs out in the real world, proofing for my owners, still struggling with dogs holding command when I walk more than 20 feet away. They take prong corrections well when I'm close enough and reset themselves with e-collar and sterile environments, but outside they won't stop moving. So you need to put the dog on a tie back. We just talked about this to actually in our inner circle. We actually, the inner circle, which we're going to put up, the next one is in, in September. We're going to put that up for pre-sale. Um, it's a game changer for people because we meet every week and we made videos. People I don't asked, even think we can, I can't even put up a link to buy it yet because we haven't launched new dates yet, but as oh. soon as we do... We can start putting the link up. September, first week of September, second week of September. Yeah. So we'll come up with something. Um, so uh, what you do is you put the dog on a tie back, walk 20 feet away. The dog breaks command. You correct with the remotes. That's the great thing about remote cowers is you can use them at close and you can lose them, use them distance. Also, remote cowers are not just for correcting dogs. You can actually fully off-leash train a dog with a remote cower. So for instance, in our green to graduate course with Tucker – that dog rarely got a correction. Meanwhile, when we met him, he didn't even know his name. He was totally untrained. Ten days later, he was fully off-leash trained. And wait until you see this dog's recall. You can just watch the promo video and you can see his recall. And this is a dog that was totally disengaged with humans. Just watch it. Watch it. And it's amazing. Next. Linda, I love Nettie's comment, too. My dog also barks when someone is at the door. How do we stop? Okay, well, I, I've already responded to that, but it's, again, how do you, this is the question, guys, how do you stop a behavior that you don't want, you apply a punisher. So, you can use, you can say no, use a bonker, 
No, use a remote collar. You need to find the punisher that motivates the dog to stop. That's how you do it. But don't say no bark, no speak, just no. Make no the, the universal command for everything. Next. Mitchell, 109,000 subs. Congrats. You guys kick butt. Recommend you to anyone that is actually serious about training their dogs. Yeah, 109 subs. I mean, that's don't be, you know, yeah, those are actual real numbers. But, I mean, there's people with millions of subscribers. It's more about engagement. It's more about... Um, Oh, a lot of stuff. I mean, there's so many people out there that have got 10 times as much as we do. Um, and it's, it's, you know, uh, it's more about, again, it's about the engagement. It's about engagement. Our YouTube channel is actually not that big. If you look at the numbers, it's actually not that big. There's not like a ton of people that watch our stuff. The way I deliver my information, it's a big turnoff um, for a lot of people. Um, Ironically, the same way I deliver my information is what attracts, you know, people. So, unfortunately, I'm not neutral, and I don't think that other people should be neutral. I think you should be polarizing. I think you should um, take a stand on things and stand on your soapbox and scream it from the highest rooftops when you're passionate about something. And unfortunately, that's not politically correct. That comes across as cocky when it's actually confidence. Um what happens is everybody wants to make everybody happy. Well, guess what? Reality check. You're not going to make everybody happy. You're going to piss a lot of people off. And if you're trying to make everybody happy, you're, it's not going to work. <laughs> then you're not being true to yourself. So take what you believe and stick with it. Next. Aaron said, amen. Linda said, thank you. You're welcome. T.D. Emerson at a seminar two years ago in Florida working on incorporating oh, his company. Been doing it on the weekends, going full-time. Thank you for all your content. Awesome, awesome. Good also, job. Linda, just, just keep in mind, you might need a one-on-one -on -one consult. There's a lot of people don't realize, because you mentioned you correct him on the prong collar and he still pulls. That means you're not correcting him on the prong collar. Okay, Every dog that I've stopped from jumping on a prong collar, the last thing they've ever wanted to do was jump. I demonstrated at all my seminars. There's a free how-to video where I show it in full force. The last thing these dogs, but there's a, there's a procedure for doing it. We have protocol, correcting a dog has protocols. There are step-by-step -step protocols on how to stop bad behaviors. There are step-by-step -step protocols on how to deliver a punisher. It is not random. It is not emotional. You are not mad. You are not angry. You are not using the remote collar out of anger. You're not using a tool out of anger. You're not using your voice out of anger. We actually just say no, and then we deliver the information to the dog. But there's actually a proper way. There's a proper way to clicker train a dog. I think there's a great video that you all put up today of, was it January that was doing the, 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 the into the car? And oh, yeah. so you'll see all these protocols that we do with the dog and all those are unspoken, by the way. I know there's probably music over it, but they're unspoken. They're default. The dog, you approach a door, the dog sits down and waits. You open the door, the dog doesn't rush. You walk through the door, the dog sits down and waits. You approach a car, dog sits down and waits. You open up the hatchback of the SUV, the dog doesn't jump in until it's on command. Dog goes into a downstay. You get to your destination, you open up the door, the dog isn't still in the downstay and doesn't break command. You release the dog. You approach Home Depot, that's where they were heading. Just watch that video. Just watch that video. So literally, think about all the different learning opportunities and we, you know, teaching opportunities that we utilized for literally going to Home Depot. That doesn't even involve walking through Home Depot, which we also do. But literally going to Home Depot from your house, there is six to seven protocols that are all important, extremely important. And it's all unspoken. There's no hand signals. There's no words. It's all unspoken. How does the dog do it? Because of the hundreds of hours of training we give these dogs during a board and train. That's why board and trains are so powerful. And there's a huge segment of the population who thinks, oh, board and trains aren't, aren't people, dogs shouldn't do them because owners should be more involved. Like if owners knew the information, 
they wouldn't need the boarding train. If owners knew the information, they wouldn't need a dog trainer. Also, some of these dogs are so aggressive, so anxious, so fearful, so stressed, so out of control. Some of them are dangerous that owners don't know where to start. And going to a dog training class for an hour a week isn't going to cut it. It's like outpatient and inpatient, you know, um, drug and alcohol rehab. Same thing. Next. Callie, I used to let dogs come up to her as a puppy, but now I know that is not good. My no. mistake. She yelps when I correct on the e-collar, but I guess it's not high enough still. Well, yeah, we have dogs that yelp on slip leads. We have a dog that we have dogs that if we go to cut their nails, if we just touch their paw, they scream. I just feel like we need more. There needs to be more with this. So she says her dog is resource guarding and aggressive. But then it, she said that dogs come up to it on the walk and she gets aggressive. It's like, well, you have to advocate for your dog too. Right. So like, that's what why, does that look like? That's why when I... when I what, wouldn't put up with some random dog coming up to That's why when we say these things, people are picking and choosing and they're not doing the whole sequence. That's why our one-on-ones are so important, but that's why it's hard to get that from this show. Yeah, we need more information on that. But Kelly. also, that's why our videos on our academy are so powerful because we show people step by step. But what a lot of people are doing is they're picking and choosing. But the biggest thing is they're not stilling, instilling a high enough no into their dog. And then, as Joelle mentioned, we have to advocate for the dog. I would never let a strange dog um, walk up to my dog, ever. Next. Timothy, my two-year-old Doberman is a great dog and crates up great. He lives as a family member. He acts like a badass. But when a stranger came on our gated porch yesterday, he started barking aggressive. The person put his hand out. He kept jumping back. That's fine. But when I'm at work, I want him to protect my wife. Is it true in your opinion? Only a fool would underestimate a Doberman. I just don't want him to wimp out when needed. So why does your wife need protection? Buy her a gun. Buy her a gun. Your average dog is not going to protect a human unless it's a trained protection dog. And even those dogs wash out. Your average person that's going to attack your wife is probably so high on drugs, they don't care about your dog. They'll get bit by your dog and still move forward. People get shot numerous times and still move forward. That's why everybody freaks out when police officers continue to shoot people because the threat's not neutralized yet. It's still moving towards you. That's what meth does. So I think, but, you know, the, the fool is the one that stuck their hand out. Who the fuck sticks their hand out at a barking Doberman? Okay? So you either have stupid friends or stupid neighbors or stupid delivery people. But that's the stupid, that's the easiest way, that's the best way to get butt, bit. But unless you've trained your dog in protection, it's not going to protect your wife. And from the sound of it, your dog's probably going to run away. But you don't want a protection dog. You don't need a protection dog. Get your wife a gun. Have her get her concealed carry. Have her go to a shooting range and learn how to shoot. There's all the protection she needs. Okay? That works fantastic for self-defense. Next. Holly, we'll try to tie back around some trees, etc. I'm correcting with higher than working level and even dialing up, but not suck level. And they just end up low crawling to me through it. None run away or past me. We'll keep correcting in-house more firmly to help more. Well, this is the thing. It's like when you make a statement saying you correct higher than working level, of course you do, Holly, because working level is working level. That's got nothing to do with correction level. Zero, absolutely zero to do with it. So it's a consequential thing other than like, a proactive teaching thing but you you again when i when i also stated earlier holly you have to teach the dog how to be corrected you still might have to give that dog leash guidance 
So somebody else might have to be holding on to that leash after it's corrected, no, corrected. Don't dial up. Start at a higher number. When you dial up, it's like the frog in the water. Okay? The dogs work through it. But you have to teach that dog when it gets corrected, it needs to go back. So you might have missed the NCS stage of, of, of the remote cow training program we do. Next. Callie, no, I don't let dogs come up to her anymore. I was saying I used to before. That wasn't good. No, it's never good. It's never good. That's not socializing either. That's a setting up for disaster. Are there dogs out there that meet on the street that, that do well? Absolutely. Of course there are. Are there dogs that get rushed by off-leash dogs and the dogs that rush them are friendly and your dog doesn't care? Absolutely. But we don't see those dogs. We don't see those dogs. Never. Are there people that text and drive that don't get into car accidents? Of course there are. Ask a state police officer, though, about the ones that don't. Next. Veronica. I'm screaming. I love your answer. My dog is a first line of warning. Maybe she inhibits a person, but yes, my dog's job is not protecting me. Smith and Weston is. is. Right. I knew what that was. I need a second to think about yeah. it. So I think it's like, I think it's really, really important that, yes, a dog might give you a couple minutes to unlock your safe. Yeah. And I suggest fingerprint safes. So, or, or a quick keypad safe that you can get to, your, get to it access. Um, You've got a, I have a six lawyer. I don't yeah, have a yes, six lawyer. Right. So that's what I suggest. So you can get access to it immediately because you should be locking up your weapons. So yeah. all your rifles and shotguns to go in a safe or they get double locked and your handguns should go into a safe. Mm, that's it right now. So, and people get really offended when I talk about weapons because you're supposed to be a big gun problem. But sorry, I'm a proud gun owner, gun owner. With 200 and something million guns in this country, we, have a, we don't have a gun problem. we got a mental health problem. Mm. If we had a gun problem, we'd know about it. You know, All right. Chicago's got a gun problem. Adam, how to introduce my dog to the e-collar and what things to try at first with it on? So I've got, I would, I would, I would get the green, because I'm only going to give you a split second answer here, but I would get the green to graduate course. It's $197. It's cheaper than a one-hour consult with me. You can literally off-leash train your dog from not knowing even a, one command. It took us oh, 10 days to do it. You'll do it in four weeks. But you do it. I've got videos on my YouTube channel about how to introduce a dog to a remote collar. That's the best way to do it is start start with the free content. And also make sure your dog has a baseline of obedience first. Like right. You can start a dog on an e-collar, but we don't do that. We, we layer it. We give them a foundation with leash first, and then we introduce remote collar. And we usually start with... Uh, something in movement. Yeah, either recall or play something in movement right. versus like doing the down because that's right. usually just a harder command for a dog. Right. You got to make sure you condition it on low levels for obedience first. Yep. It's a it's a it's a, it's sequence. a big process. It's yeah. a sequence. I mean, people think that you're just pushing buttons. I mean, getting a dog to jump off of a counter to not counter surf. Yeah. There's no training involved. But that's not obedience. That's, that's not obedience. That's behavior mod. Getting the dog out of the trash can, the litter box, the diaper box, you know, you know, the dirty laundry from picking up socks. That's just high-level corrections. But but obedience, we have a four segment, you know, thing that we do to get dogs to be um, understanding the remote cower because what you're doing is you're teaching a different language to the dog you've got dogs that know their obedience like rock stars without remotes but you put a remote on the dog and it has no idea what it's doing you have to still teach the dog mm -hmm. actually you actually have to teach the dog obedience on the remote so watch with our free content first but i'd highly suggest you get the green to graduate it's the best investment you'll ever get you'll have an awfully trained dog and there's no better feeling than that. So next. Carolee, I say the same thing. We don't have a gun problem. We have a massive mental health issues that are not properly funded or prioritized. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, I think I think this month is Mental Health Awareness Month. And a lot of people are struggling. And the shit the government did over the, these last two and a half years has made it 
worse by intention, by the way. Um, it was all planned. And I think the biggest issue is we do have a mental health issue. We have a huge mental health issue. So then we also have other issues. But if anybody does their own investigation into gun deaths and they decipher the numbers and the statistics and they do a bunch of subtraction, such as suicides, such as um, accidental discharges, such as in the, in the midst of a crime, um, you'll find out that the number is probably maybe 20% of you know, uh, uh, what they say it is as far as something, you know, that was doing something like, you know, unfortunately, you know, the shooting that happened, you know, at the, at the school, but also that could all be prevented instead of sending money all around the world to, to people and going to war. And I'm in, it's not, I'm not anti-war, but there's a way to, there's something called a budget and you've got to allocate your resources to certain things but you can put an armed guard in every single damn school um, that there is. And I'm a huge advocate of that. I'm a huge advocate of, of only having one entryway that is unlocked or it's, it is locked and you need a keypad after whatever, 8.30 or 9. And you've got armed guards. You come in, you don't make it out. Simple concepts. Well, with today's day and age where you don't know what's going to happen when you send your kid off to school, yep. which is pretty sad, Yep. you think most people would be okay with that. Uh, you, you would think. At least think. knowing your child is safe. But we live in a woke, we live in a woke area. Yeah. But it's like, do you really think an armed guard at the school is going to attract gun violence? No. I assure you, it won't. Nope. Okay. It won't at all. Do you think it's going to set a bad example for the children seeing somebody? No, it won't. Why? People see police officers all the time. There's also something called parenting out there. Mm. But I know if I send my, I, I homeschool my, my, my child, Angelo. And all I know is if, that if he went to school and I knew that they had armed guards in the front, that's where I'd send my dog, my, 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 um, my kid. Mm-hmm. That's where I would go even if it was an added fee, but there doesn't need to be an added fee because there's enough money out there available. Next. Alyssa, my dog is between sizes, adding a link. Is it better to have it too tight or a bit too loose? I'm assuming for a prong collar. In between, you know, that's a hard one. Mm, I prefer too loose if it's going to be yeah. too tight otherwise. Because you can also maybe downsize to a smaller uh, right. gauge 225 um but also if you put a remote collar on underneath below the the, the, the prong um you're gonna get uh it won't slide down next kyle green to graduate was great having tons of fun with my dog and his new off-leash freedom skills yeah awesome kyle, kyle. How, how fast did you get through it like between, I'm just curious. Like yeah, I mean, most people don't have a ton of time to work on it, but I mean, if you're really dedicated, at least just an hour a day, that's mm -hmm. it, an hour a day. Get through it in you, a couple you, of weeks. Yep, you make a lot of progress. Let us know, Kyle. Next. Um, more like Lok Nagar, but stupid Gaelic spelling, LOL. I've probably still butchered it. I'm so sorry. I have no idea how to say these things. I have a nine-month-old Swiss Shepherd. Oh, I love Swissies. Fully off-leash trained and livestock-averse trained. Trained on Garmin Delta and fellow Bunker user. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We don't train on Gar Garmin. Garmin is, they're, they're well-built. We just don't train on Garmins um, because we like the mechanics of dog or e-collar technology. But as far as once a dog is trained and you're on correction only for non-compliance of a command, um, the garments are fine. Sport dogs are fine. We just like to train on um, a, a different type of dial. Just with, It just goes better with our training system. Next. Veronica, sorry. If you're coming into my house uninvited with a giant barking dog greeting you, I'm not the criminal nor am I violent, but I will be a survivor. Right. P.S. If it's on your body, it doesn't need to be locked up. I'm in the country in Oregon. No, I... No kids in this house and grandkids have all been raised around responsible firearm handling. No, Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. Because I carry. So it's like, obviously, it's not locked. 
I'm just talking about if it's put down in your home. If it's put down in your home, that's what I'm talking about more. And that's if you've got, and then children should know um, what it is. Like Angelo knows what a weapon is, you know? So he's very, very familiar. Next. Jay, Drink, Walter, you guys rock. Thank you for all the dog insight. You're welcome. Dog and weapon insight on this on this show, it seems like. It's always an interesting time. Well, I think more people need to speak up about it. Yeah. And I think people are talking in um they're they're talking in cut and paste responses about stuff without actually putting any about rational everything. thought. Everything. We got ridiculous comment. I don't know where one of our videos got shared. It was the video too of Lexi looking so happy at Home Depot. But a bunch of people, I think, from Australia yeah. are seeing it now. Yeah. That's and where all the haters so are. so many dumb-ass cut and paste. Oh, so you train with fear and punishment? Right. And, oh, what's in the hand? You're controlling the dog's actions with right. your remote collar? Right. It's like the same thing. Every single person says the same right. thing. Meanwhile. It just shows they've done absolutely no, no, no research. research, no critical thinking. They're right. just like, I heard this and I'm going to repeat it forever. So we deal with a lot of fearful dogs prior to us coming to us and they don't have, um, they've never used any of the tools that we use. So imagine a dog that's five years old, that's extremely fearful and the owner's had it since birth. Okay, we're eight weeks, 10 weeks. It comes to us, it's really, really fearful. It's really, really aggressive. Well, what's the excuse now? Now what's the excuse? The lack of tools made that dog aggressive and fearful, correct? Because if we're going to use your, 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 your common sense, your rational thought process, that's where I would go, right? If you want me to think like you think, that's what I'll go. But as far as like the remote collar is making a dog, you know, you, that just shows you have zero idea about remote collars. And also, mm-hmm. I'd like to see all you folks that are doing this rehab a dog. Rehab a true, re, true rehab. But that's what's like so funny to me is like because anyone who actually understands a remote collar knows that the tool does not make dogs no. do things. No. You actually have to train the dog. You have to train the dog, right. But for some reason, for some reason, this narrative out there has what not been debunked yet? Because we should go on Mythbusters. Because like how is that still a thing though? Because has not no one done a simple Google search. Like how the fuck do e callers? They don't they don't want to know the truth, Joel. They don't want to know the truth. They're not even stuff I don't agree with, I look into it. But this is the thing. This keeps me up at night. I'm always Googling stuff. This is the thing. Duck duck going stuff. This is the thing. Yeah, stay off of Google. This is the thing. People do not do the most basic research. And what they do is when you've got the, you know, um, all the shelters, all your vets, you've got your rescue places, you've got all these, you know, people that get very, very loud about the anti-use of tools. And that's their soapbox. Their soapbox is not training a dog. No, it's not. The soapbox is not, is not making sure the owner has a better life for their dog. They actually don't care. They actually don't care about the dog and they don't care about the owner. Mm-hmm. They say they do. They say they care about the dog. But they don't. But they don't care about the dog. They care about their ideology. Yep. It all boils down to their ideology. And I had like a really good rebuttal for the lady today too. And you know what her response was? Hmm. Blah, blah. Right, right. <laughs> like, are you fucking right. kidding me? Like, you have nothing else to say. That's because, blah, blah. because that's because, <laughs> that's because they don't have anything to say. Because, it's like child games. Don't, this is why I just, them, you guys, don't even get into it. So, that's why, as a grown, if you're a grown ass adult, even my son, Angela, who is nine, asks questions about stuff. He's really good he at questions asking. everything. He, he asks questions about everything. I wonder where he gets it from. <laughs> okay, but he's also trying to get information because he also yeah. does. He wants to have a full understanding about it, right? And then he repeats it back to you because that's how his brain works. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into his it goes into his little hard drive in his brain, and now he can pull it out anytime he wants. Yep. He actually does not forget information. That's why he can talk about like 
like the Greek gods, like, like, where did you learn this stuff? He heard it once. Mm-hmm. He hears things once, he processes it, it goes in his brain, and then he remembers it, and then he can pull it out and use it at any time. But that time. is actually like, um, we're getting so off topic tonight, I'm sorry, but like when you're trying, okay, here's a good example. When you meet someone for the first time, how many forget your the person's name instantly? They say if you repeat it back, right? oh, hi, John, nice to meet you. Right. You'll remember it. I'm, I'm list- ironically, I'm listening to... Um, instead of just being like, hi, I'm Joelle. Hi, I'm John. Okay, let's carry on. Right. Repeat the person's name back to them, but there's, and but, you'll probably but, remember But it. there's even more. Right now, ironically, I'm, I'm reading Jim Quick's book, Limitless. Mm-hmm. Right now. It's the audio book. Yeah. I'm listening to it. That's what I was playing when I... I guess you came back from your bike ride. That's what I was listening to. Mm. So I've been listening to it. I've been listening to it for... I mean, it's a... Ten hour, ten hour audio book, I think. So I've been listening to Jim Quick. Jim Quick is incredible. His story is incredible. Mm-hmm. He got a brain injury at five. Damn. Yeah, five years old. So next. All right, we just went on a huge loop. I don't even know how we're gonna close it, but let's get back to the questions. Yep. Veronica, which bungee collar do you suggest for the e collar? Having to buckle the thing daily is a circus. You mentioned bungee, but there are hundreds of options. Well, there's not hundreds, but I like the bungee with the like seatbelt clip. Because that yeah, way, bungee buckle. But bu- are you saying you don't like the buckle? It's, no, it's because it's the strap. Did you oh, put you it, have you, the standard. You, you got to put it on like so a belt. Do the bungee buckle because then it it saves the size that your dog needs, right? And you just clip it together. Clip it together like that. It's also really good for people that have got dexterity issues. Um, I have a similar one for Wes. And I like I like the bungee clip one. Where is Wes's? I got his from Canine Tactical Gear, and it's similar. Right. It's just not bungee, but same thing. It like locks into place, and it always fits him. You know, I, I think, never. I to... think they're down here in Florida, by the way. Canine Tactical I Gear. Think so yeah, oh, I like yeah. it. I've had it for years. Yeah, for retail store. Cool. Yeah, I should probably use a new one because it stinks now that he's swimming. We should check it out. Mom Alarmer, hey, I have an issue with my dog losing her mind with joy when meeting people. I taught her off with leash corrections so she doesn't jump anymore, mm-hmm. but she gets all wiggly and nuts. Right. Three and a half. So believe it or not, and this goes against a lot of people's thought process and some advice, that is what the bonker is great for, over arousal. Your dog is overly aroused. So I do not... I love high energy dogs. So this morning we had our dogs at the beach and they were going nuts. Tonight we may not take a bike ride because our dogs are totally beat because they've been, it's hot. So we've been swimming them all day. But this morning I actually took Wes for a bike ride. I took him for a bike ride this morning, but now I think they're dragging this time of day. So um, I might take Wes. I just like to ride the bike. I mean, I'll, Take, you know, probably Tex, probably girl here. But Angela needs a good bike ride too. So we can do a bike ride. But I'm just saying though, the point is that like, you're not going to tie your dog out. You need to teach your dog how to be calm on command. How do you do that? With a correction, with the word no, and then with a consequence. And you can actually correct an overly happy dog when it's not supposed to be overly happy. You can. It won't ruin the dog's personality. Next. Um, Loch. Oh God, I already forgot how he said to say it. Loch Nagur. Okay. Shepherds, I'll give you that. <laughs> no, you're gonna take it back now. I like dog show. I've only used it once with friends to mask in for recall. Yeah. So dog show is nice. That they've got a lot of different models. Next. Timothy, thanks for the answer. Yes, I think I'll take your advice about guns. A measure dubbed constitutional carry signed into law by government Mike DeWine in Ohio goes into effect June 13th. The measure was signed into law on March 14th. (laughs) The law makes a concealed weapons permit optional for anyone legally allowed to carry a gun. The new law also eliminates the need to inform an officer you are carrying a concealed handgun unless the officer asks if you are. Thanks again. You were right. Yeah, for Ohio. Yeah. So, I mean, more and more states are getting like that. And again, it's like, I'm not being uncompassionate or ignorant to the unfortunate violence out there, but it makes good. I mean, it's horrific what happened at the school with those children. It's horrific. I, I, I can't imagine what those parents are going through at all, what that community is going through at all, because that's a small town, you know, but 
if you added up all the deaths over the course of the day, the month, the year of children or adults in other situations. Mm -hmm. So put it this way, in San Francisco, you know how they just recalled the DA in San Francisco? They had more deaths from suicide than they did COVID. I wonder why. In 2021. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's the kind of thing but where... nobody talks about that, but nobody, but nobody talks about that, though. Nobody also talks about, you know, Michael just made a comment, good guys with guns are the only people that can stop bad guys with a gun. Right. That's true. All those stories, when people are going and shooting up churches and stuff... There have been some where there is a person carrying and they extinguish the problem. Right. But it never makes the headlines. Right. Because that's right. not exciting. Like, I don't understand. That's not a headline. But it's not that it's exciting. It's like, but there's, unfortunately, children die, you know, a lot of ways. Adults die a lot of ways. But I think, ugh, I just, like, Let's I, don't just know. I know move we're... move on. Yeah. Let's move on. We're getting way too off topic. Um... Alyssa said, haha, Mythbusters, please do. Right. Holly worked through worked well through NCS. Just having trouble bridging to corrections. We'll go back to it. Yes. Veronica, your e-collar conversation and gun conversation aren't all that different. Any man, we've opened up a can of worms tonight. Man, we're fucking losing followers, listeners left and right. Too. Any tool can be used for harm or good. It's about whose hands they're in, and the misinformation follows the same format on both topics. Sadly, it's, it's, true. it's bad information about wonderful tools. Yep. Mm -hmm. A lot of bad info. There's bad information about there about everything. Yep. About every about everything. You can twist any scenario. You sure can. You it, sure can. I mean, the great example is, um, well, I'm not going to go there because that was another, a whole other topic. Just stop. Yes. This is why we need a separate podcast, maybe on just Patreon or something, because we could go on forever. Yeah. My family's military. We all know how to shoot guns. Yeah. Like, it's just. Yeah. All right. There you go different. again. Now you, now you hey. go. <laughs> Did you just say you want to stop? <laughs> Years ago, I watched a TV show. They put a gun, it was fake, in a room with a group of kids. The kids who were from gun owner households didn't touch it, of course, but kids who were never taught picked it up. Right. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. Oh, barrel well, barbecue said, hey, all. Hey, all. It's funny because there's a lot of barbecue down here. And every time I pass a barbecue place, I'm like, man, I wish I ate made a, a meat again. <laughs> so eat meat. Uh, barbecue is what made me stop eating meat. Texas barbecue. Well, that one, I should say that you, that one restaurant. It was so gross. Okay, that one. Yeah, because you know what? My mother's barbecue, which you finally eaten, yes. is like to die for. Yes. She makes some kick ass ribs. Correct. And with her own homemade sauce. I had them at. Um, I think it was the 4th of July last year. Uh, yeah. So good. Next. Holly felt NCS went well, but having trouble bridging to corrections with a few older dogs who know commands previously with heavy, purely positive treats and eager to do commands, but never learned any duration. They're also anxious, excitable, and we've worked a lot of calm state of mind work. We will revisit NCS and prong corrections paired with higher e-collar. Or the arousal. Make sure that dog's not working in a state of arousal. Next. Michael, I already read that. Kim said, doesn't fit their narrative. Yeah, exactly. And Michael said, doesn't fit the media's narrative. Yep. Yep. Michael said, including dog training. Yep. 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 Everything's got to be roses. Mm, David. <laughs> All right. It's time for the new podcast. Everybody hop on Patreon. Yeah. David, dog owner and gun owner <laughs> won't stop listening while y'all talk about common sense. Yeah. A lot of what we talk about is common sense. Yep. It's really, really funny that, that um, I've, I've been doing this for 20 years and, uh, I started a radio show in 1999, and uh, uh, and I went from the radio show to a podcast, and to now, you know, still this podcast. So I've done what did I do? Four years or six years of radio show? I forgot how long I did a radio show for. Um, but I, I, I've been talking like this for a long time now. When I had the radio show, I was, it's strictly I, dogs, though. Right. Uh, yeah, I didn't go as many rants, but I also had to be careful because I was controlled by the FCC. Well, here we're controlled by YouTube, technically. Well, but 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 <laughs> but the thing is, it's you know we're not. Um, I couldn't drop f bombs like I drop here. Right. I couldn't. Um, you know, now now the way it works is I'm surprised with YouTube. If we did a show specifically on a single topic that was controversial, that's how that's how you get kicked off YouTube. Um, so. 
but I think Elon Musk is doing a great job of revealing um, the, 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 the big tech scam. So, you know what we can do though, on our new website, this just made me think of it. We can create a live class and charge people like a dollar Mm. Or something super low. But that would be included into the you talking okay, about the, or you just become part of the membership. So we're, yeah, we're coming up and then we can do whatever we want on there because it's our website. Right. So we're doing we're coming up with a membership, a membership platform that um so a lot of there's a lot of new stuff happening. A lot of new stuff happening. But we're coming up with a membership platform which is gonna be different than Patreon. Um because one platform offers more things than 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 Patreon does. Um and we own it. And we own it. See, that's the thing is we own it. So the problem is, is, is Patreon you can be kicked off of. So YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you can be kicked off. So if they don't agree with you, they can kick you off. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why Jordan Peterson um, jumped off. And he was doing – He was doing good on Patreon. He was doing eighty to $100,000 a month yeah. in Patreon. Um, so he jumped off. But he also was – Which is interesting though because he's still on YouTube. Which is like just they're the same. Well, yes and no, but but if anything, YouTube is more strict, so it's it is interesting. It is interesting. Next, all right. David said, Jeff, I got a question about your earlier videos. It seemed you mainly did the prong collar training. When and why did you phase an e collar? Um, three years into my career, so probably because they weren't even around yet, right? No, they were. Oh. I mean, dog. I used to I used to train on dog train nineteen hundreds, which are. A, it's a bigger box. And the Tritronics now, those no. huge things. No, um, I, I would use the Tritronics just for uh, my intense aggression rehab. Mm. Just I would use like I would use the Tritronics just for that. But um, and the, the old school Tritronics, you know, with the cylinder um, remotes, those are big huge. in the those are, but those are big in the hunt world. Yeah, um, um, and those are like four dog. A lot of those are four dog units and. Um, Dog Tray made something called the Edge. I don't know if they're still making it now. And that was a similar handset. And that was four dogs too. And that was actually really great to use. I used to have um, – when I used to run 14 dogs off leash in the field, um, I used to run um, – I had two of those and then uh, two of the four dogs. So that's eight. And then a couple of two dogs, I think. Um, so a lot of dogs to keep track of. But, but, but they all worked in unison. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, a dog would be like, you know, in the woods sniffing too long and or just like on a trail, you know, a track of, of something and they, they'd come back. But it's really, really funny how if I often talk about this, I'd be out for an hour with, say, let's just call it 10 dogs. I'd be out for an hour with 10 dogs. So that's technically 600 minutes of, of, of dog time. All right. 600 minutes of dog time. So what is that? Thirty-six thousand um, uh, 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 seconds always, uh, uh, of dog seconds. time, and I would say maybe there was two seconds of a correction, meaning two dogs got corrected for one second. Right. So most of these dogs—that's the thing—is like just because the dog's got the collar on it, just because the trainer's got the thing around their neck, people need to understand that doesn't mean it's being used. I think it's. And they didn't come back to me because they were afraid of being shocked. Um, but there is that theory. The fear of a consequence is a powerful motivator. And for anybody to deny that is not living in a, the real world. For us as humans, the fear of a consequence, we can break it down as simple as a speeding ticket. Simple. Simple. Mm-hmm. So back in Connecticut on Route 95 between Rhode Island and, and um, New York City, but in Connecticut, they used to actually have toll booths with the swing arms. So you actually had to stop at every single toll booth. Mm-hmm. Well, not too many people were crashing through the toll booths. Right. Like now, yeah, sure. People like go through like the fast lane without having a tag. But but not too many people were actually crashing through breaking the arm right. of the toll booth. So it's like, why? Because the fear of a consequence. Well, you had damaging your car. But no, that wasn't the consequence. The consequence is why there'd be a police officer behind you pulling you over. Yeah, but even now, like, there's been times where I've had to go through the fast pass and I don't even have it. And I'm like, I'll just pay the damn fine. Right. But well, well, for some, me, but, ruining my car is the ultimate punishment. So, but but sometimes, like, my, on my RV, it doesn't pick up the fast pass. Yeah. Because it's a Class C. On a Class C, you can't put your 
fast pass on your windshield. Yeah. So I've got a special one that goes on my front license plate. But for some weird reason, sometimes they're not picked up because of the angle of the camera. So that's really, really, um, that's interesting. Next. Adam, how to save money with the rising dog food prices and your thoughts on the future of the economy? Just curious. So we feed raw, which also we have seen go up. Insane. Um, um, and then down in Florida here, we don't have our normal distributor. But we were at Costco last weekend, and we actually got huge pork loin for $1.49 a pound. They were on sale, and we were like those crazy people just like throwing them into the car. Well, if you were crazy, we would have bought All of at least 28-pound yeah. pork loins, which we have just stuck in our freezer. Um, We've become dog food hoarders. We have two freezers. So, so But what you can do is um, check to make sure you're not feeding your dog too much. Look into raw not cooked food. A lot of people are like, oh, I cook my, you don't cook the food. They're animals. They eat raw. You know, last time I saw there was no food trucks in, in, in the wild. And this is also why we're bringing Tom Sandberg yeah. onto our podcast because he is the expert. We get asked a lot, how do we feed raw? How do you get started? Tom will answer all these questions. He's a nutritionist for dogs. Yeah. So as far as the state of the economy, I'm not an, you know, I'm not an economist, but, but what I'm seeing now is I am looking for another piece of property to invest in. And I'm down in the Florida market where house prices have literally doubled, literally doubled. So what we're seeing now is finally we're seeing houses being on the market a little bit longer. Most houses are on the market for a day and they sell for $50,000 over asking price. And yep. there's usually anywhere from 10 to 15 people that want to buy the house that are all pre-qualified. So what we're doing is we're seeing houses on the market for a little bit longer we're seeing housing prices stabilize. Um, as far as gas, gas keeps going up. Gas can be easily, that can be easily eliminated by opening back up um, the pipelines and honoring the leases of um, uh, 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 a lot of these companies. Um, and then the government has to stop lying about it um, and then stop blaming like, you know, Putin for stuff like this. These are all U.S. problems. They're yeah. U.S. decisions, U.S., they're U.S., policy decisions that are that are causing the increase in, in price i don't think there's um there's not massive price gouging um yes the gas companies make a lot of money but it's not at the gouging level um if anybody wants to talk about gouging um you know uh, pay three dollars for a 25 cent bottle of water i would consider that gouging um as far as um the biggest issue i see out there in the workplace is the lack of um willing workers so that's unfortunately is slowing down a lot of things. There are plenty of jobs out there. So as far as the job market is concerned, there are plenty of jobs out there and they're paying more than they've ever paid before. Mm -hmm. start, like we're just making hires. We're, our starting wages are higher now than they've ever been. But everywhere I go, literally everywhere I go, I see help wanted. Yep. I mean, you can stock shelves. If you need an extra stream of revenue, if you need an extra stream of revenue and you need a second job or even a third job, you can work third shift at Target, Walmart, most grocery stores, most likely for $18 an hour. Now, $18 an hour might not be a lot for some people, but $18 an hour, even if you worked for 20 hours a week, which technically is only, that could be three shifts. Okay, so you're working for 20 hours a week, $18 an hour. That's 360. It's about 310 after taxes a week. That's an extra $15,000 a year, $16,000 a year, actually. So for an extra $16,000 a year, that can cover your groceries, that can cover a car payment, that can cover a lot of things. So I think that there's plenty of jobs out there and there's plenty of work out there. The issue is we don't have enough willing workers because what's happened is, is we've been conditioned now to actually not work. Work ethic right now is at an all-time low, in my opinion. Um, it's unusual to find someone with good work ethic. If someone has good work ethic, I've got a job for them. So if you live in Providence and you've got good work ethic, I've got a job for you. Um, Right now, we've gone through a bunch of pool companies to clean our pools in, in Florida. Finally, I've got somebody 
Um, his name is Aaron. Anybody has a pool in the Bradenton, Sarasota area, I think it goes 30 miles out. They need a good pool company. Let me know. I've got a, a house cleaner that has got incredible work ethic. She's amazing. And we pay her handsomely. So I pay more money for somebody that is dedicated and has good work ethic. Um, we saw a lot of people that they chose the unemployment route instead of the work route. All my employees that stayed with my company could have made more money not working, but they stayed with my company and they worked. Why? Because they take pride in the act of working. There's something called work ethic out there. So it's something that I learned at the age of nine, um, shining shoes on the street corners of Cleveland, going into my father's drugstore, and I would work you know, constantly. So that can be taught, though. That can be taught. What, what parents have to do is stop giving their kids everything. That's that's where it starts. All right. Wow. Next. A good rant. Michael, have you seen any shortages in the canine training industry? I'm in home building and it is freaking crazy and getting worse. So, um, no. The um, prong collars. Oh, shortages? You literally oh, cannot get prong Oh, sure. Collars. I thought you meant for business. Oh, oh. yes. Prong collars, there is a huge shortage because it's an imported product from Germany, the ones we use. So, over in Germany, the factories closed down twice. And then also they are historically shipped over to oh, shipped here. So as we know, right now we've got a shipping issue. So the last time there was a shortage of prong cowers, there was a hundred thousand prong cowers on back order. So for all the folks out there that are like thinking that like what we're the only ones that use prong cowers, mm -hmm. well, this one shipment, there was a hundred thousand of them on back order. So that's not a year's worth. This is one shipment. So is it one month's worth, two months worth, three months worth, four months worth? Sure. I don't know. But I bet you half a million are sold a year. Mm. That's a lot of prong cowers. I mean, the UK is trying to ban uh, remote cowers, but there's 300,000 people in the UK that use them. So I think people would be surprised at the, at the, at the, at the numbers out there. So Next. Michael said home market is going to slow down, but it's not going to go down. Correct. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Which will, but Michael, but this is a good thing though. The good thing is this. So when you, like we went to an, we went, we went to an open house last Saturday. Mm -hmm. I, I look every day for homes and investment properties. Every day I look, I've got three, three different, you know, um, emails daily that I get in. And um, with, with, with homes in this area and then also homes in Miami. And because that's where I'm looking. And what you're seeing is if there's a house that you like, you better be the first one there at the, at the open house or you better be the first one to make an offer. Mm -hmm. um, you could actually buy the property sight unseen. I mean, you can do a drive-by, check out the neighborhood. That's what I always do. But... You can, you can, but we went to this one house, the, the street, the neighborhood was okay, sort of, mm. the street was crap, the house was decent, um, the asking price was 400000 a year ago this house would be two fifty. and that's it, the most they would get would be two fifty, and somebody would have probably lowballed them on that, mm -hmm. now this house was asking price was 400 it was open on Saturday, that house most likely sold on Saturday, probably for more than asking. Um, I think the realtor said he already had an offer in, right? He had a couple offers in. Yeah. They all will. And yeah. I, that, that's not a sales tactic. We know that. I mean, I, I know that for a fact. So I think but what's happening now is I think it's, it's still a seller's market, but I think it's now housing is staying on the market. Houses are staying in the market for a little bit longer where, let's see, the, the, the latest report I got from Bradenton. So we're in the neighborhood we live in and it probably goes out, you know, whatever, three miles each way. Um, the average price was up 36% over last year. And the average time, the average time on the market is 14 days. It's wild. Average. That means some are being sold in one day, mm -hmm. some are being sold in 30 days. So Think about that. 14 days. It that, used to be like a couple of months to sell a house. Even longer. We've seen houses that have been on the market for years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
It's funny though, because I literally knew this was happening back when I bought my house in Rhode Island a year and a half ago. Mm. I was like, if I don't buy a house now, yeah. I'm never going to get into the market. Yeah. I just like knew interest rates were so low. I'm like, it's not going to stay like this. That's yeah, so another problem is interest rates have gone up dramatically. I didn't even want to buy in Rhode Island, but I just needed to get in. Yeah, and you did. And it's still there. Yeah. All right, guys. We went. We were all over the place today. Veronica said that you're on a roll today. Are you losing people? Probably, but you're finding your tribe. For every customer you lose, you're gaining 10 who find your candor and honest talk refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's true. And that, that's, what I, that, see, that's what I look for. I'm not looking for middle-of-the-road people. I, I, you know, all I can say is this. You're definitely polarizing. Our, 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 our fans are hardcore fans, and they don't mind other thoughts that come out of my mind because they know I'm not just a dog fanatic like a lot of people are, you know, but I'd like to stick to dog training on this. But for some reason, every week we seem to go in into other, into they're, other topics. They're asking the questions. What are we saying? No, we're not going to answer. Yeah. You. But I think a lot of people, cause I think a lot of people are looking for open dialogue. Mm -hmm. See, this is the thing is that people are looking for open dialogue. That's not shutting people down mm -hmm. and it's not sound bites. Right. And it's not the same yelling and screaming and ranting that is usually it, that it's usually, and it's not the lies that are usually put out there. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You know, so we I haven't like when we go off. We haven't even gotten into the, the freaking agenda. vaccinations. Okay, but, but if you want to know about vaccinations, guys, Candace Owens. Oh, you know what, everybody? A, sh a shot in the dark. For all you travelers who like to travel internationally, like I do, you no longer have to get a test within 24 hours to enter the U.S. starting Sunday. Right. So you can just hop on a flight and get your ass back in the country. So right. let's all start booking our vacations. Right. I will be. Yes, I know you will be. You already did, actually. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about that in another show. All right. All right, guys. Take care. Madly in love with you. Hold on, Angelo. Hurry up, Hurry buddy. Up. <laughs> Hi. Goodbye and good night. First. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. We love you.